We should have won. Mm-hmm. It ain't no. It is. There's no way you can tell me that we weren't better than them. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I felt that shit. Yeah. I fucking cried like a baby. Yeah. We all felt that shit. So it ain't no way that you could ever tell me. There's, there's, it's forever in my mind now. In, in 17, we won the World Series. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody said. Yeah. Period. Period. What's up, everybody? We are back. Another week, R2C2. This is episode two of 2020, I believe. Yeah. I, what did, what number episode is it overall for us? Like, this is something we should know. Yeah, Take right. a guess. What do you, what number episode do you think it is for us on Uninterrupted? One. Oh, on Uninterrupted. Yeah. Uh, maybe like 40-something. 40 40-something, 40 you yeah. think? I'm going to say it's like 70-something. 72. 72. 72. How about that? I wouldn't even know. Yeah, you had a lot of missing episodes there. <laughs> you were missing a, lot, a lot of episodes. Of yeah. <laughs> Who was I doing the show with? <laughs> Cam Maven was here longer than I thought, Half man. Year I missed. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, see, uh, first of all, you look svelte. I just want to say that. Yeah, you, man. Yeah. This, I, I'm on this keto diet, guys. You know, I was like, I, I want to say I was right at the first curve of keto about five years ago. Oh, yeah? My brother-in-law, Josh, who's one of the most interesting and awesome humans in the world. Love you, Josh. He um, was trying to lose weight. And he's, he's like, you know what? I'm going to try this keto diet. And he like is a dude who like goes down rabbit holes on the internet and like he consumed he retains information so all of a sudden he's read all these medical papers you gotta get it it's like this is the this is the path for me right <laughs> he lost he lost 30 pounds without working out in like two months he yeah, wasn't see? working out at all and, and so and then after that i was like you know what? i'm gonna try this because i started learning about the health benefits or whatever and i you know i net right now i'm more like low carbish but i've you know, been some version of keto or at least dabbled in it for quite a few years now, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I like it. I think I'm going to do it until I can get down to like 270, 275. Um, I'm 295 right now, so uh, maybe like another 20 pounds. And, but I'm going to start working out next week. And then uh, normally like the weight drops off pretty fast for me. So then I'll just get, you know, like a maybe like, I don't know if I can do no carbs though, man. This shit is hard. It is hard, right? No carbs is hard. Yeah. So I'll just do like a Mediterranean diet. You know what I'm saying? That, like, once you get to the weight you want to be at, want, yeah. then, you know. That's a good transition because like Mediterranean diet's like still super healthy and it's still like low carb, but yeah. it's not like no, no. carb. Yeah. And, and, you know, my, my, my only goal is just to have my shirt off at my at my uh, birthday party this summer. <laughs> That's it. Like I, <laughs> no more swim shirts on, va- on vacation because, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not getting in the ocean with a tank top on. No, man. Is that what you would do? Pool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I always do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, so I, I wear like the tank, the tight yeah. Jordan tank tops and yeah. then get in the pool. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Not this year, bro. No, man. That's a yeah, great no. goal, man. That's yeah, a great 40 goal. years old, I can't the be wearing Swim shirts. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're floating in the Mediterranean with your swim shirt on. That's nah. fantastic. I love that goal, man. You're gonna hit it. I bet you. I bet you by April, you feel like even maybe maybe before that, but but definitely by April, you're gonna be. Man, you might be doing the podcast shirtless by April. I can see it now. <laughs> hey, man, you, you could get yourself like Julius Peppers, man. Oh yeah. How about yeah. that? Nah, that's like, what I'm, like, more like The Rock. Oh, more like the rock is what I'm thinking. So let me ask you this. You you carve yourself up like the rock, right? Because, you know, you got the frame for it, too. Do you then start venturing into like movie roles? No, WWE. Oh, really? Movie role. I can't. You don't I can't you even can do, do the reads on the podcast, guys. <laughs> there ain't no way I'm doing like a movie role. Oh, but WWE, gosh. like running out of the tunnel and like. Yeah, that you want? Oh, yeah, I would do that all day. Oh, my gosh. Hey, speaking of uh, the reads on the podcast, we should take a quick break to talk about Omax. Many of our listeners probably have some type of pain that has prevented them from relaxing, sleeping, or stopped them from exercising. You've been there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Perhaps it's been ongoing for a few weeks now. It hasn't improved with any of your treatments. Well, we all have aches and pains. And Cece, you're recovering from shoulder surgery. Oh, it's killing me. 
you know, I have aches and pains from Peloton. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say that shit again out loud. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. Allie Love, Alex Toussaint, they give me a good workout. So how do we deal with this? Enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, cryo-free CBD roll-on developed by Omax Health. Oh, CBD. Yeah, and it, dude, the best part is the roll-on. Like, I take that, and I, my lower back always bothers me, and I just roll that right on. Like, and it's it's great. It also has that like you know cooling effect. Yeah. Like it's yeah. I mean that's that's what you want to feel. Yeah, exactly. It, immediately, I feel better. And this non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on is specifically formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. The best part: it's 100% natural. CBD powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application, and relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than the over-the-counter products. I'm telling you, when I use it after my Peloton, I feel great. I don't. I no longer like it really helps with the lower back pain. I love it. A lot, man. It does. Omax Health is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter the code R2C2. That is O-M-A-X health.com and enter the code R2C2 to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. They've got 95% five-star reviews, page after page of customers saying they've tried everything. And Omax CryoFreeze is so good, they're now buying it for their family and friends, too. Simply roll it over where it hurts and ice out the pain. No messy creams or horrible fragrances like some of those other products. That's true, too. You don't want something that, like, smells nasty. You know, no. even, even if it works, like, that's a problem. This stuff smells good. CryoFreeze works within 10 minutes of application, improving physical training, recovery, and performance. So go to OmaxHealth.com, enter code R2C2 to get 20% off cryo freeze site wide i'm telling you this product is the real deal so go to omaxhealth.com and enter code r2c2 to get 20 percent off and site wide uh c so i'm glad you're on keto and i'm glad you're enjoying it and i'm glad we know the motivations behind it now this is good man you you will be the 40th birthday oh, i'm gonna be locked in you'll be locked in in july like you're gonna don't you you have a huge Mediterranean trip planned don't you or like or like yeah, Europe or we, you don't know yeah yet. we planning well no I got Europe because of uh, soccer so oh. I'll, be, I'll definitely be in Europe but we're trying to plan out like the birthday what we're gonna do all right um with Lil C's basketball and all of that shit that's I mean, what's ba- tough basketball, baseball I'm sorry that's it's what's tough right now yeah man like. I only got like a fucking three day vacation for uh, for the holidays because he had basketball. So like the family, they were in Bahamas for a week, and oh, me man. and him like went down and there for three it? days and like so uh, yeah, it just fucks everything yeah, up. And you, now you missed a huge chunk of the trip. We're going on a trip in February to Finland to see the Northern Lights. But uh, <clears throat> I had, I mean, this is a trip that I've been wanting to go on for years. Uh, me and Gardy we're on the plane just sitting on the plane one year and i think we were flying from minnesota to seattle he he could tell you he obviously you know he great storyteller he figured you know he knows all this shit he remembers all this shit <laughs> but we were flying and we saw the northern lights out of our out of our window really and like took video of him we were freaking out called everybody over to the window and shit so since then we've been wanting to go he he left i think he's going tomorrow or friday he leaves to go to um, iceland to go check them out, but I'm going in February because I can go, you know, because I'm not going to spring training. So um, we're going on this trip, and I'm leaving Lil C. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> Sorry, bro. Bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got a couple games that week. It's winter break, but I mean, my mom's coming out here. Sorry, bro. I got to yeah. fucking go. I got to <laughs> see the Northern Lights. You, you got to do it, man. Like, I got to do it. You got a big checklist since retirement. You I gotta got all take this care shit I got to do, and your <laughs> basketball schedule is not going to fuck it up. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. It is true, though, right? Like, once the kids start getting serious into sports, it's like Yeah, no. I mean, especially high awesome, school. Right? Like, you can't, he can't miss practices. No. He can't miss games. and. Obviously, I understand that. So, um, yeah, I try to be, you know, understand as much as possible. But this trip, I, I mean, I got I got to do this. What was it like seeing him out the window when you were on oh, the plane? Oh, it was insane. And yeah. I had, you know, I didn't know what it was. And Guardy started explaining everything. And, um, you know, since I don't know how long ago that was, but since then uh, – I've been wanting to go check it out, and they got these cool places in in Finland that that uh they have like the igloos and stuff oh. with the glass igloos. So it's gonna be it should be cool. So the the Instagram account's gonna be fire during that week. Is yeah, what you're telling me. it should be. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So see, uh, yesterday over the last couple of days, we know this Astro stuff is finally uh, the penalties have come down. Yeah. on the on the Houston Astros. 
after the months of investigating, after John Boy's critical role in the reveal and the telling, evidence. I was telling somebody, I feel like I feel like he should get like an award or something. <laughs> I agree, man. What, what would his award be? I don't know. We should do a pod with John Boy. Huh? We should have John Boy on at Definitely. some point. Yeah. He the but maybe like there should be like some sort of like media contributor or like baseball changers award. Yeah. He actually is he has had a profound give a, impact. Give him a vote for the Hall of Fame or something. <laughs> there you go. You know John, what I'm John Boy has earned it. So after all of this, we know the penalties were issued for the Astros and their use of technology. In case you missed what the penalties were. A.J. Hinch, the manager, GM Jeff Luno, all suspended a year. Hinch and Luno subsequently fired by the Astros. And now, well, the Astros are also fined $5 million, the maximum you're allowed under MLB's constitution. And the Astros have to forfeit their first and second round picks the next two years, which is a big deal. I mean, those are significant picks. And then Alex Cora, who was significantly named in the report from the commissioner's office, has now parted ways with the Red Sox. We await to see what the official suspension would be on him because the 2018 Red Sox are still being investigated as well. But C, what do you think? What was your initial reaction when you saw the punishments from baseball? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I was good with it. I, anything, you know, any kind of punishment was fine. I mean, was fine. And, and but. Yeah, it's weird, man. I, it's crazy. I go back and forth all the time. But any any kind of punishment would have been fine. I don't think a lot of us thought that it would be anything. You know what I'm saying? Like they would just let this kind of like go under the rug and, um, you know, like sweep it under the rug and, and nothing would come from it. So the fact that they did suspend these guys for a year and, um, you know, they ended up getting fired and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, you know, it's – the penalty, you know, it, it, it makes sense for sure. W- were you surprised that Luno and uh, Hinch got fired after the suspension? I was kind of surprised that they got fired. Um, it just felt like the the owner was kind of just covering his own ass a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I definitely was surprised, especially after, you know, learning that, you know, AJ wasn't really in into it. Yeah, but it is what it is. It's, it's your it's your team, right? You know? That's my thing. Is like it, it it seems like everybody made clear that it wasn't AJ's idea, and he didn't even love them doing yeah, it. Yeah, but and then that too yeah. though, like fuck it, like yeah. that's your fucking team. If you don't yeah. want him to do it, stop him from fucking doing it. And like, yeah. I, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's every, nobody's yeah. taking responsibility for this shit, bro. Yeah. Nobody is. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just, I just feels like everybody's passing the fucking blame. I agree with you, man. It's also like, if it's your dugout and you're hearing, even if it's not your idea, you know exactly what's going on. I've always felt like when people talk about sign stealing, I've always felt like if I'm at second base and I can pick up your signs, Shame on you. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But when you when you take a camera and isolate it on the catcher and now we have a a real time system for me to communicate it to the batter while he's in the box, whether there's a runner on base or not, that is wrong. I very much agree with the commissioner's decision to penalize manager GM, you know, in the case of Cora coach rather than. The players, yeah. because where I think this is right, we want to win, bro. Well, because also let's let's also think about this logistically. You're going to suspend an entire team, and now it's going to be a triple A team for yeah. months. And you know who what I mean? Who's getting it? Who's yeah. getting the signs? Yeah. And what's like? You know what I'm saying? But d- d- yeah. But, but to your point about you want to win, if some if a system's in place and it kind of feels sanctioned by your authority figures, you are less likely as a player to say. No, 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 this is wrong. Even if you know it's wrong, yeah. you're less likely to go against your boss and say we shouldn't be doing this, right? Yeah. And even if it was player-led, if it's sanctioned by the authorities, that's how you would feel. And my, my biggest problem with the steroid era, okay, was that when Commissioner Selig came down on everything, he basically absolved baseball of its culpability in the steroid era, and he put it all on the players, right? That's what the Mitchell report did. It put it all on the players, and I felt that was wrong because there wasn't testing in baseball at that time, and there there was a culture that Everybody knew allowed it. On. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And baseball absolved themselves for the responsibility of fostering that into their game and allowing it to flourish and put it on some individuals, and I felt that was wrong because I thought it was baseball. Now, 
I realized that that might have been the only way to get it out of the sport, so maybe it was a means to an end, but I still felt like the league did not take responsibility for what happened, and they put it on the players. In this case, the league is absolving the players and saying, look, it's about the people in authority, and that's why they're in trouble, and I agree with that. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with not suspending players. Like, it ain't nothing – I mean, as as pissed off as I am about losing in 17 – and this is more for me, like – when I keep saying, like, you know, we got cheated and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fucking 17, we should have won the World Series. I don't care what nobody says. And, and and now that this happened, nobody can ever fucking tell me that we wasn't going to win it. Yeah. We should have won. Mm-hmm. It ain't no, it is, there's no way you can tell me that we weren't better than them. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I felt that shit. Yeah. I fucking cried like a baby. Yeah. We all felt that shit. So it ain't no way... That you could ever tell me, there's, there's, this, it's forever in my mind now. In, in 17, we won the World Series. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. Yeah. Period. See now. Period. Does so? Does it make you? They couldn't beat us here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it, bruh. The, the whole shit, cause like the the whole the way the whole shit went down. Now looking back at it, they, fuck that. See, that's the part of me that specifically within that series, the fact that you guys won every home game. Man, and they won every home game. And, and the games at. There was so close. Yeah, they were. And it was, you know, one run, one hit, one fucking sign. Yeah, right. One fucking sign. <laughs> it was one garbage. It was garbage one fi- fucking sign, cuz. <laughs> that beat us. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, think about that. Yeah. I Like, and, and I know, you know, I heard texts on ESPN this morning talking about the Dodgers or whatever. We would have whooped the Dodgers' ass. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just how I, fe- how I feel. Yeah. That we were rolling, cuz. Yeah. We was rolling. You had magic that, that team, year. We had magic, cuz, and they stole that shit from us. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm, they, I, and I knew I felt it, man. And, and like, I had got over it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I let it go, got over it. Okay, maybe, like, I was tripping. They were a better team. They won. Like, they beat us. And then this came back, and now I feel it again. Like, I'm pissed. Yeah. So you are. I'm so pissed. this this makes you mad because yeah, you feel like you were cheated out when of an I opportunity. When I think about it, yeah, yeah. When I when I go back and really dig into seventeen, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, bro, we fought yeah. hard. Like yeah. a lot of shit happened. Yeah, our manager got fired. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, we should have won the fucking World Series that year, bro. Yeah. Period. If you think about it, like I mean, really think about it, and this is where cheating is is wrong, right? I mean, we know cheating is wrong. That's not a novel statement, but this is where it's wrong. Like. You put your heart and soul into winning a title, right? You're not the only team, but let's just take you guys since you were on the brink. You do everything. You know, it's your goal. Like, it's it's for some of those guys on your team. It's their only chance, right? And and you're this close. And while you can't definitively say it would have gone this way or it wouldn't have, you can say you you now will never know if if if, if that was the difference we between never, you winning or losing. We never know. We will never know. Like, yeah, it, it's just that's frustrating. That's man. frustrating. That like, that like, yes, yeah, fr- and, and yeah, I just keep saying that. I knew they wasn't better than us. Yeah. You know? And I said that on the podcast earlier. Like, I just felt that shit in my bones, man. Like, I knew that that's that team in seventeen was good enough to win the World Series and shit up. Yeah, I think no disrespect to the Dodgers. No, no, no. I think. The line was funny, though. (laughs) But I I think that my thing also is like if you're if you're on that Astros team, right, like and you're hearing what you're saying and that sentiment's going to be said a lot now with good reason from you guys, from the Dodgers. They don't care. See, I think they do. man. I don't think so. I, I think, dude, how can they ever have the same pride in that title when they know everyone's looking at them thinking, it, it, you know, they cheated? You know? Yeah, I mean, it, just, it it depends on how everybody really perceives it. Maybe people don't agree with how I feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, maybe people not. hate the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. maybe, you know what I'm saying? So not everybody's going to agree with how I feel. Maybe it's just this fan base. You know what I'm saying? So How have your teammates reacted? I, I mean, a few, everybody's just like in shock. And, and yeah, I don't, I mean... Like, do you think they kind of feel the same? Like, damn, we were, we, who knows? Maybe we were robbed out of an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really talked to anybody. I, yeah. I I'm not gonna speak for anybody. Yeah, I'm yeah, speaking yeah. for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and how I felt and and how that shit gutted me. Yeah. In 17, just because I knew I like, man, I, and I always keep talking about that feeling that we had. We were rolling because like we were gonna win the World Series. Yeah. It it you know how like sometimes you're watching a season and like you just as it's going through you just know it's like there's it has that. It, it was factor. just that magic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then like. It was just weird, man. Like, it's hard to explain. So, 
Yeah, and and in the last two years, we've just been chasing that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, exactly. Right. It right. Sucks. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, that's right. I'm, th- I'm thinking you've had one postseason since no, then. You the had two. two yeah, years, yeah, yeah. Right. You had the DS lost the Red Sox, and then this year the Astros. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. And you're not gonna get to tell me I sat in the bullpen this year, and you're yeah. not gonna tell me all them people running in and out of our bullpen wasn't some shady this year too. <laughs> yeah. Kiss my ass. I mean, it's. Uh, honestly, that's why if I was the Astros, I would, I would be, I would feel different about my title because for forevermore there's going to be even if it's not everybody that feels like you, you think guys feel different about steroid guys being on their team with World Series titles. Because I, I don't. Uh, no, I don't think they do because I think they're able to look at it and say everybody was doing every every team every had some guy guys and if they were they weren't but if you're asking me do i think a record holder who beat someone who wasn't feels differently about it in their heart of hearts when they're being honest with themselves if they know they got to this number and broke a record because they were cheating do i think somewhere they feel bad about that yeah i do they may yeah. not say it but i think they do i i you know and and if they don't, it's because they're a sociopath. You know, <laughs> like, that's the only way you don't feel some level of guilt about that. But I, I so you know what, man, I'm I, I'm sorry that you guys had to deal with that, honestly, it's because crazy, your team man. deserved you better. And so did the Dod- The Dodgers deserve better too. The Dodgers deserve better too. It's not that. It's not that. It's uh. It, like for me, it's like rehashing old shit. Like I was over it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. I was, I was really over it. Like and now that, like it's just bringing all that back up. Like gosh, dang! Like man, we, I really could have, like we could have had another one. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Like judging all these dudes should be chasing their second ring. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's fucked up, man. You know what? When the next one happens. It'll make it that much sweeter for it these will. guys. It you will. know, it doesn't. And it's it doesn't, coming soon. Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Hey, man, you're still gonna get a ring now that you're back with the organization, <laughs> man. Come on now. Definitely get yeah. to keep my ring. Yeah, right? Exactly. You still get one. You know what that means? That means the group chat's still gonna be texting you about how do they get theirs. Hey, for see, sure. you you know you're gonna get about six texts from Matt Siegel about like, so did you get did you get my ring size? Did you get it? Did did you get it for me? If you're listening to this show, you're probably a sports fan, and any smart, engaged sports fan should check our sponsor, The Athletic, out. The Athletic is outstanding. I mean, look, see, The Athletic is the one that broke the whole uh, sign-stealing story with the Astros. Yeah, it is, and, and I'm on here right now. You can you can pick your teams that you want to follow. Any article you want to follow has got podcasts right here. I mean, it's, this uh, this app's legit. It, it is fantastic. Look at you, man. Like, you're on it. I love it. The Athletic is a subscription-based sports news site for real fans through in-depth coverage from local writers on every team, plus national writers you already know, like Jay Glazer, Mike Sando, and Michael Lombardi. The Athletic is setting a new standard for sports news. There are no ads, pop-ups, or clickbait, or clickbait, just great sports writing that tells the story behind the story. Get exclusive player profiles, deep dives on analytics, team power rankings, and fantasy sports insights you won't find anywhere else. Each subscriber gets a personalized feed of stories, live writer Q&As, podcasts, and more like CeCe was talking about. Mm -hmm. There's a great feature on there where you click the Cities tab, and that's what you're talking about. Like, you click New York, and every day, you get your stuff on the Yankees, Mets, Giants, Jets, Nets, Knicks, Rangers, Devils, Islanders. And it's local, it's the local writers, the guys are there, you know what I mean? Like, they're in the clubhouse, they're in the locker room, so it's, it's real stuff. That's just New York, too, and they cover every major league team, every city, they do a great job. As you can see, C loves The Athletic. Just download The Athletic app, pick your favorite teams, and The Athletic will begin surfacing all the latest on the players and storylines that matter to you. Ready to get started for 40% off a yearly subscription to The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash R2C2. That's theathletic.com slash R2C2 for 40% off. You know what? This is for my dad, too, because I always send him athletic stories that I love, and he's like, oh, I don't have a subscription. I can't read it. Well, here you go, Dad. 40% off courtesy of R2C2. Get it done. It'll be the best decision you've made when it comes to sports news. Before we move on to your Yankee role, I asked you about, uh, you know, the reaction of the Astros news, but the Cora news came out yesterday, too. What did you think about that? Like that the Red Sox and Cora parted with? Yeah, I mean, I just thought after what the Astros did, then I I figured that the Red Sox were going to have to do the same thing. Um, And, you know, I mean, you know, he's a great guy up there, manager up there. And 
so I knew that you know that he was going to probably just step down. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Isn't it crazy though? Like, it, if you would have looked at those two managers, like I would have said, like, oh, AJ Hinch is going to be manager of the Astros for two decades, and like Alex Cora is going to be manager of the Red Sox for twenty years as well. Like, they have their guys organizationally they fit with the philosophy they're obviously like you know good managers or at least seemingly so all of a sudden boom gone changes man crazy gms yeah gone, like gone. Everything. it's crazy do, it the, do boston does boston have a gm or did they hire yeah they hired a guy from tampa oh, okay. who's supposed yeah, to be very did. good yeah, yeah. yeah um but uh but yeah i mean and you know i don't know where they're going to go with their manager but we shall see we shall see so, see, before uh, we wrap the Astros convo, there were a couple of questions, but I think you kind of answered them from fans, actually. Oh, this is actually an interesting one before we move on. Greg Chrisafuli, he says, do you believe any pitchers might take matters into their own hands with the Astros batters like some pitchers did uh, with hitting caught steroid users? Like, do you think anyone would have, like, oh, no, I don't drilled so. them? No, because we, didn't, we don't know who was getting signs or what. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't prove who was doing what. Yeah. With the steroid stuff, we knew who got caught and who was testing positive <clears throat> and all that stuff. With this, we don't know. You don't know who's doing what. Yeah, true. Be hard to single them out. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, all right. We have so many people who uh, tweeted in asking questions. And this one, Peter Mags will transition us nicely, says – what will CC be doing for the Yankees organization with his new role as a special advisor? Man, just hanging out. Hopefully not cutting my beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Man, oh, guys. man. I'm going to try to stay out of uniform as much as possible. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, just being around. Um, I definitely want to be around uh, a lot of the younger guys and, and, you know, the minor league side and stuff like that. Last year. When I was hurt at the beginning of the year, I got a chance to be down and extended for a long time and that, and not got to hang out with the guys. That was cool. So I want to do that um, and be around the team, obviously, you know, help the guys out as much as I can if they need help and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, just kind of be there, but not in a way. Well, Brian Cashman was <laughs> quoted in the New York Post the other day saying, I'll take as much CC Sabathia as I can get. Which article was that? That dumbass article you sent me? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about your beef. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> These people. Oh man, that article is insane. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. As much as as much as possible, I want to go down to spring training a couple of times. Lil C has a tournament down at IMG, so I'll go down there with him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'll be around. Do you, like because I know you said though, like you want to have a more like you you, you want to have an active role. Like you want to yeah, you no, want to learn wanna, things for and, sure. I want to be I want to be as active as possible. I want to learn a lot of like the analytical stuff and being you know front office more um, transitioning towards that. Uh, obviously, I, I mean I, I I don't see myself being a coach, um, not in the ne in the next few years anyway. So um, I want to learn a lot of the stuff in the front office. Do do you could you see yourself being a GM someday? No, I don't think so, man. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you kind of just you just want to have a role where you're where you're impacting in the front office. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a GM would. That shit sounds nice, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would have to be after my kids are gone and yeah, and I, you know, and around cash and working with these guys for a long time to learn a lot of stuff. I mean, what about just like the energy of like you've you've been on one path in your career since you were a little kid. Right. Like, I mean, and you've achieved all your dreams and fulfilled them in the game. And now, like, you get to start this, like, new chapter. Yeah. Like, is it is it exciting at all to think, Not, like, you're about to have a new job? Like, Yeah, it's cool. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's exciting to be able to, like, be in it but not be in it. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, so like to be there but not be counted on. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Like it takes some of the pressure off. Yeah, and you could but just I be can excited. still be around. Yeah, and still be around the game. So I'm excited for that. I'm I'm excited to be around the guys and be around the game and not have that pressure of trying to go out and perform, especially mm -hmm. at this age with my body and the way I was breaking down. So um, yeah, I'm excited about you know a newfound love for the game. You know, not being you know, so much pressure on myself. You know what else I love? Like you're a Yankee, you know, like, and, and like the marriage with the organization feels so strong. I love that it like continues. Like, you know, uh, like th that's the one thing about being here with, it, with the Yankees. They do that better than anybody. Yeah. Is they keep their, when you're a Yankee, you're always a Yankee and they keep their people around, which is, uh, 
I mean, which makes you want to be around here. Yeah. Like me and Yoke, my, my relationship with Yogi would have never been what it was if he wasn't here in spring training every day. So, um, yeah, I mean, me, we had a – I love that dude. We had a, such a great relationship, and, and it was only because the Yankees do such a great job of, of keeping the legends around. What is – what do you have a favorite, like, Yogi story or Yogi moment? Oh, man. I don't know that I've ever asked you that before. Yeah, I don't know if I have just one favorite, like – Yogi's moment, like the 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 one thing that we always like, he always we always just hung out. I would always go to his locker in the back and just sit there and talk to him about like how spring training was back in the day and you know playing playing back in the day. And he would always want to talk to me about how he would catch me. So that, was, <laughs> that was always that fun. Great, like, it was always fun. He was like, yeah, and he would stand up and tell me where he put the target and all this stuff. Like, are you serious? Yeah, it was. He, we had so much fun together, man, and. It was like I said. It was only because they keep these guys around, and you know, me and uh, Gator have a great relationship. I had a great relationship with Goose. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of fun, Reggie. Um, it's a lot of fun to be around all these guys. So uh, I'm excited to hopefully be that in yeah. the future for some of these guys coming up. You will be, man, because like you've naturally taken on that role a lot, like Andy, right? Like yeah, where for sure. where you guys have been, you know, the wise sage in the clubhouse. Well, I'm excited to hang out with him a little more too. You know, uh, I haven't been around him as much the last couple of years. Been playing, and he's been retired, so it'll be fun to. He's we in the same role, yeah. So it'll be fun to be with him. We got to get him back on the pod, man. We do. I've we, been man. I've been leaning on him a lot though. He's been doing a lot of shit. He did the Legacy Gala. He's been doing all kind of stuff. So <laughs> I gotta let him chill. You out gotta let him there. chill. Although I think I think he had a great time last. He did. Was, uh, he you know, did. Was, uh, but, you and know. I didn't even like. I didn't fanboy freak out on him. You know, me and Andy. Has were he cool. been on once or twice? Once. He's been on once. But I feel like you know, maybe who knows? Maybe at spring training this year, we're both there at the same time. Maybe maybe we get Andy on. We can get you know, him down. We can get it down there where it's nice and chill. Um, Mike DeLuca asks, "How much time will CC spend in Tampa with the team this spring training?" I think. I, 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 speaking of Andy, I was yeah. going to call him today and see when he's going down. I think I'm going to go when, whenever he goes at the beginning, and then I'll go another weekend, and then I'll go down there when Lil C's there. So three times. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's great. Have you talked with uh, Cole anymore about like transitioning to New York and whatever? I talked to him a lot. Yeah, I, I don't think we talked about New York yesterday. We were talking about science stealing. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> we haven't talked really that much about uh, the last time we talked about baseball was about spring training and where to live and stuff. So, nah, he's he's excited. He's getting transitioned over, and you know, so I'm excited for him, man. I'm so excited for him to be here, and you know, he's he's one of my guys. He's like a little brother, so it's gonna be fun. That's awesome, man. I love that. And you know what? You're gonna. That's going to be like speaking of those relationships in that role. He's going to be one of those guys through this new role for you and kind of what you know the same way Andy was for you. I mean, you'll be able to do some of that for for him here. I would yeah. think. You know, no, like I said, I mean, he don't need a, he don't need a lot, but yeah, he, he's going to be fun to to watch him pitch here. He's got presence, doesn't he? Yeah, he just like he, he that's the dude. You're like, oh, he's he fits in nicely. He, you know? I, I tried to tell you. I yeah, was trying to you tell did. Everybody. You're like that guy's a Yankee. I tried yeah. to tell everybody, yeah. man. You, you guys going to see? You, you were right, uh, Daniel. Sioseth, I think that's how we say his name. He says, "What do we think about Donaldson to Minnesota?" Bro, that's scary. I, and man, I can say this now because I guess I'm not, but I'm still. But like, we've been whipping their ass in the playoffs for a long time, and and they signed him to beat us in the playoffs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that's the one team that I'm I'm kind of worried about. Their offense is filthy, and and bro, like. I always felt very confident going there. Even yeah. in the playoffs this year, I felt very confident going there, right? Yeah. But when we played them in the middle of the summer, that series, that series that you did, yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> we could lose to them. Yeah. By the end of the year, I was like, nah, we're we going to sweep them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But in the middle of the year, like when we were playing them, I'm like, fuck, man. We played them in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. This is going to be a problem. And yeah. they're, you're older now. Their pitchers are getting better. They got big. I, I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think you're right, man. I think they're a dangerous they team. They are fucking dangerous, bro. Yep. They're dangerous. Yeah. It's going to be, there's going to be a rough, uh, uh the Central's going to be good because the White Sox are really good. Yeah, man. And if, you know, the Indians are going to hopefully trade Lindor at some point, um, 
I, I just want to see him on a on a on a you know yeah playing in yeah. playoffs again. And yeah, stuff, so. he, oh, he's so fun to watch. Yeah, man. So, and I don't want to see him getting beat up by those two teams. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, man. But I mean, Minnesota's fucking good, and Donaldson's good, and yeah, we'll see. Um, handstand. Oh, like a handstand, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's 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 that is the uh, that's the Twitter handle there, which, you know, speaking of, I just have to say this. I so Paul McCartney, the Beatle goes to my gym. This man does the most amazing headstands I've ever seen in my life. It's incredible. He's he's 70 something years old. He does the most remarkable headstands I have ever seen what in my life. What do you mean? He just sits there? No, no. He can do a headstand for some ungodly amount of time, man. He's 70-something years old. It's a beetle. Unbelievable. Like, he's 77. What does him being a beetle have to do with him doing a handstand? Well, I mean... I love on. how he describes people, though. He's yeah. like, Paul McCartney, the beetle. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> because, dude, there's only a couple of them left, you know? I mean, they, they, they're, they're the greatest phenomenon in our, in our, in our you know, music history. That's great. Yeah, Wait, exactly. Is that that movie uh, yesterday, right? I love that movie. Did you see it? Great, yeah. yeah, it's the fantastic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I listen to that soundtrack all the time, the man. Good. Yeah, it's really good. All right. Daniel Syosith says, what did you got? Oh, no, sorry. We passed him. We're on to handstand he says was Didi a bridge in the clubhouse between Spanish and English speakers does your clubhouse ever feel divided by language no our clubhouse is never you know what's crazy our clubhouse is never divided by anything which is I mean I can't say R anymore there but it it, it was fun and no it wasn't uh, I mean Didi a lot of guys speak speak English and Spanish Mm -hmm. Uh, Sevi speaks great English Glaber speaks great English um, Gary speaks enough English, um, so Geo speaks enough English. Geo speaks great yeah. English, um, so it, it wasn't like we needed Didi to translate for anybody. Um, Didi was just a great guy to have around, man. He was interesting. He was always doing different shit in his locker. He can break break up like the monotony of everyday baseball. So he was just a fun guy to have around and, and, and be around and watching edit videos and different things like that. But as far as like, you know, language barrier, anything like that. Nah, not on, not on our team. Even Masa, Masa, you know, Masa and Sevy are best friends, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. They, I mean, they're literally like fuck around all day, every day. <laughs> and so even Mas, like Masa, you can have a conversation with. So there's no language barrier. There's no really no barrier in that clubhouse at all. It's a great, it's a great locker room. That's awesome, man. Um, Keith McPherson wants to know, this is tongue in cheek, but I'll give you an opportunity to, does CC really hate baseball and does Richard Jefferson really not know who Glaber Torres is? <laughs> I bet you RJ has no <laughs> idea who Glaber Torres is. <laughs> RJ, I'm not sure. Cause his deadpan, this stems from when Glaber was at the net game and, yeah. and Richard was like, who is that? Who is that? Yeah. yeah. It, Richard's deadpan is so good that you never know if he's yeah. telling the truth or, or, or joking, um, but he really may not because he's just not a baseball he's guy. He's not a baseball yeah. guy. No chance he yeah. knows who Glaber is. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, nah, it de- yeah, it depends. You know what? I, I, I did realize that I'm not a, as big of a baseball fan as I thought. I like the Yankees and I like, you know, watching the guys that, like, I like watching the Brewers. I want the Brewers to always to do well. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not, I, I, I won't watch like, the A's and the Mariners. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to say that because if Justice Sheffield or uh, Justin Dunn is pitching, I probably will watch it. But, like, I'm not, like, a huge, you know, like, I'm not going to be watching baseball every day. All day. And, and I think that honestly speaks to the way most fans are with the sport. It's a local, it's more of a local sport, right? Yeah. Like, where, unless the stakes are huge, like, you're talking about, you know, playoff games or whatever. Like, you're, and, and I do get into it in the playoffs. And yeah. I, I think that's why, like, it would be fun to do like the playoffs or it yeah. would be fun to be on MLB network a few times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I love the sport obviously. Yeah. 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 But I, I just, you know, I'm not as a biggest fan as I thought I was. Well, I know what you mean though, man. It's like, it's like I can always watch the Yankees always, you know, but like, if you're telling me, could I watch random games, 162 straight days? Like, no, like no, I need to. You need you need to have a connection. You need to have stakes, and that's where you're talking about guys who you root for or the team you root for. And every off season, like by now, I'm normally watching uh, MLB Network. I only turned it on yesterday just because of what was going on. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Exactly. Now, Kyle NYY on Twitter that answers your question too. You could chill out, my man. All right, Logan S. 
says, what do you guys think about Luke Keekley retiring and this trend of NFL players retiring young? Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of sad. Uh, Did you talk about this on Inside the NFL? No, he, it, we didn't. It hadn't happened. It hadn't happened yet. Got you. <clears throat> and uh, no, nah, it's kind of sad, man. Keekley's a beast. And it just sucks that, you know, you're playing a sport where that you have to retire early, man. You can't you can't play it out how you want, you know, so that that sucks, man. I don't know. I don't know how I would I, I know how I would I would play till I till the end. I know myself. You know what I'm saying? So and that sucks. And and you don't want to you don't want to play a sport that you you might die. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you, you got to make a life decision. So. It sucks that he won't be out there playing no more. Look, the more education and information there is around it, like two things happen, right? One, it does become safer than it was because it's, you know, I mean, there's always an incredibly inherent level of danger. Let me be clear. I'm not blinders on, but it becomes safer because of the way you're taught, rules, everything, right? And then two, guys are, because of the, you know, additional information and everything, guys will retire younger more and more because they know the risks the longer they play. But, But just think about like if Brady had Gronk this year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like right. they're, they're probably back back in the AFC Championship game right now. So. And I, and I love watching Luke Keekley, so it's yeah, disappointing from that standpoint. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like so we it's, it's, it sucks as fans. Like we don't we get to we missing out on these players' career. All right, CC, I want you to fill in the blank. All right, by the time they turn 35, two out of three men will experience what? Hair loss. Yeah. (laughs) Well done, my friend. That's right. By the time they turn 35, two out of three men will experience male pattern baldness. The good news? With today's advancement in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss. Keeps has revolutionized the way men are treated for hair loss. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online. Get medication delivered to your home. How great does that sound? I love that. Pretty great, right? No, no more waiting rooms and no more pharmacy checkout lines. That was almost like your Barry White voice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Get the attention and service you need all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Keeps treatments really work. They're up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So act fast. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash R2C2 to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R2C2. I should have started this when I first got here, bro. Right? Like I, I would have hair now. <laughs> I'm fucked. Seriously. Go back and try and see. I mean, seriously, we're hooking up our audience, though. Yeah, we are. Get it done. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R2C2. Danny Rice says, ask Ryan what he thinks of the Giants hiring Joe Judge. Well, I'll ask myself. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 I didn't know anything about Joe Judge. I loved his press conference. What does that mean? Who knows? Could mean absolutely nothing. Could be insight into his leadership style. He passed the press conference test. Here's the thing. You know what I always think about a lot is like when people ask me like about like what do I think about, you know, a player who's drafted 18th in the NBA draft who I watched two games of in college and I'm like, I have no idea, but this organization's good at drafting people. So I, I have a feeling he's probably going to be pretty good. You know, like defer to the experts in this. Yeah, but the Giants haven't had good coaches. You got it. In this case, the Giants have lost the equity with the fan of just that inherent trust in their decision making. Yeah. Right. So I really don't know what he's going to be because I can't just say, hey, I believe the Giants make good decisions because lately they have not. They have not. So what do I believe? I believe the dude killed his press conference, and I hope it means he's going to be a good coach. Yeah. I think you'd be great at an introductory press conference as, like, a coach. You get up on stage, like, you know, fired up like yeah. you were earlier in the show. Now, yeah. I, you know, like, yeah. But when I did my, my one for the Yankees, it was terrible. <laughs> I was scared <laughs> to death. Oh, yeah. You but, know you were, but you were 26, weren't you? No, I was 28. But, oh, but, you should have done better then. Just but, kidding. yeah, I mean, when you when you're coming in, you don't, you know, you're coming into New York, you can, like, now, it's 11 years later, I can say whatever the fuck. Yeah. But coming in here, you don't, you don't. I, 
I told uh, Zillow, that, I might have told Sadie this. I had some great uh, fucking jokes in my uh, press conference, and nobody laughed. I was pissed. No, really? Yeah, nobody fucking laughed. What no. were the jokes? Tell I don't even, now. I can't remember. Well, no, no, tell now. I want to laugh ago. for you, man. And, I want to uh, laugh for you. George King was just straight fucking straight facing me. You no, know what I'm like, <laughs> George, clean it up, George. Clean it up, bro. What the straight hell, man? Straight facing me, bro. Oh my like, gosh. So, man, yeah, that, that, that first press conference, is, that shit is fucked up. I'll tell you what, though. Your exit presser. That was epic. You got the laughs with that. <laughs> what was it? 50,000 people and the shit don't start yeah, till I yeah, say it does. Yeah. I think they turned that into a shirt. I, I had war. to use that again on the shop. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Man. I, I have to be honest. I haven't watched your episode yet. What? A, what? A neglect. I didn't watch it either. You haven't? Honest. Okay. No. I, I feel less bad. I need to, though, because I, I never watch anything. I've, I've never listened to this podcast, though. You, oh, well, that's good. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to listen uh, to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, doing it. I'm doing it. Like, uh, I know what I said. You know what? I was actually listening back to a couple old episodes of our podcast the other day. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. That's just me. Uh, TKT Ferris asks, am I a bad parent for letting my 11-year-old son listen to you guys? We can't. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I got four kids, and they listen to my shit all day. So there you go. Good. You said we can't get enough of R2C2. The F-bomb gets dropped a lot. But I feel this is the best way for us to really hear what it's like to be a broadcaster and a player. He's it. right. It He's is the right. best way. Yeah, I mean, because we are, you know, yeah. this is, yeah, it is, you know. There's an authenticity to it, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, the, the words are really just um, vehicles of comfort. And you know what's crazy is that I, I've already con- I conceded when I had kids that they're going to cuss. And I, and I feel like my my parents did the same thing. Like, we're yeah. just going to cuss around him. He's going to cuss. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of like, like, that's all right. I just grew up like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, I mean, my grandmother went to church every Sunday and was in church four days a week and would cuss you out. <laughs> you know, like, cuss you the fuck, like, go off on you. So it just is what it is. I would have loved to hear this, man. It oh, is my gosh. Oh. Jimmy Cole writes, most important question you'll ever have. What do you guys like on your hot dogs? Uh, man, I don't eat hot dogs. No, never. Uh, not anymore. All right. Um, hot links, like you know those like links that they make. They only have those are from California. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, you can see my quiz. I, I guess it would, it would have to be like when I did like hot uh, hot dogs. It was uh, mayo and ketchup. Mayo, yeah, on a hot dog. Hell yeah, savage. Mayo and ketchup on a hot dog. My goodness. Yeah. All right. I I my hot dogs. Now I mustard and sauerkraut. But you know, it's funny. Growing up, I love ketchup on a hot dog. And then my I remember my dad used to always be like, yeah, that's like uh, only like kids like ketchup on a hot dog, like whatever. Like, when I was like a certain age, I was like, well, I guess it's time for mustard on a hot dog. I had this. <laughs> my, my best friend was the only white dude in my neighborhood. His name was Justin Osborne. And we used to go to his house, and I hang out with him. And he, they ate, they had mustard and ketchup on the hot dogs, and that's just how I started liking it. So that was my transition. I went, wait, mustard, I mean, uh, mayo, mayo, and ketchup? And, mayo, and ketchup. Yeah, that's a weird one. But mayo but and ketchup. We can blame Justin for this. We can blame Justin Osborne. Uh, I, I was, uh, I was the ketchup guy, and then when I felt like I needed to like grow up to mustard, I did mustard and ketchup. And then I left the ketchup behind and I f- replaced it with sauerkraut. Bro, I bet you I haven't had a hot dog in 15 years. Wow. I bet you. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, last one. James Onoravale, I think I'm saying the name right, wants to know, will we be getting a Rise of Skywalker review episode? We should do a review episode at some point, right? Yeah, we should. We should. I've seen it you, three times now. I've seen it twice. You have seen it twice? I got to go yeah. see it one more time. Now. Yeah. I've I, liked it better and better. Each yeah, time. I, keep, I, I went with my kids, man. They were yeah. talking the whole time, asking oh, questions. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, come on. Fucking movie's going right now. Yeah, man. Quit asking who this is and who that is. The movies are out. Go watch all of them. Like, yeah. This is the last one. Like, Quit asking me questions. Carter would never do that. Carter was kind of asking questions, too. No, come on, Carter. So, Clean it up, bro. So <laughs> I need to go by myself. Yeah, you, know you do, like, man. You do. Maybe you know what we'll do after one of our podcasts. We go watch. We do an afternoon and, and view. And then uh, Am- the 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 first time we went, Amber and Lil C were mocking me. Like I could tell the whole time they were just laughing at the movie. So no, it just, yeah, man, it was like that it was changes terrible. the experience. Yeah, it, was, it sucked. So yeah. you got to go with like people that like the movie. I totally agree. I totally agree. I I uh, I I went with the first time. I went with my dad. And it was great because he loved it and was so into it. And I've gotten like he was into Star Wars, but not like me. But now he like really likes the movies and I could see him reacting to everything. So like 
we'll we'll make this one a spoiler free one but like so some of the like moments at the end reveals like seeing his reaction like that energizes me yeah. you know like i love yeah. that like seeing into it like and even like then i went once with andrea my fiance she loved it and once with my boy justin who's a huge disney fan and because of it he got into star wars just in the last year and watched them all and he loved it yeah, so good. it was like yeah it's really good it man good. yeah and like so we'll give a we'll give a full review we should do a full review we should you got to do you got to go again though with no distractions yeah well, i can watch it by myself by the way you started mandalorian right yeah, I'm four episodes in. All right. Yeah, it's dope. It's really it's good. Dope. It's it's sick. Dude, John Favreau, he just gets how to do that yeah. stuff, man. He really does. He would he should be a podcast goal guest of ours. Like get him on. Oh, that would be fantastic. That'd be insane. We should Favreau should be a big big time guest goal of ours, you know? Man, we're anybody would want to come to these dope robot studios, man. <laughs> yeah. These 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 studios are fantastic. <laughs> they are fantastic. At an undisclosed location. They are incredible. So yeah. anyway, well, you know, see, I think uh, we need to remind everyone um, to rate, to review, to subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, these are important things. I still owe a couple people mugs. I, I wanted I, if if you were one of the people who won an Instagram contest, DM me because I was supposed to send you a mug and I didn't. Everybody else has gotten their mugs, but I think when we we did a best caption award for a picture of me and you in front of Joe's Pizza, I think I was supposed to send a mug and I didn't. So. DM me if you're that person. All right, fair enough. Um, good stuff, man. Yeah. Congrats on your regular gig on Inside the NFL. It seems like. Man, I hope so. <laughs> I love that show. That's awesome. It's my favorite show. Oh, dude, it's such a good show. One of my favorite. Shows. It feels big time too. You it's know? it's fun, man, and like to be a fan and like to be able to like hang out with those guys. Like, yeah, man, it's cool. It's awesome. Because I have like a lot of questions when I'm watching the show, so like to be on there and ask questions is cool. Hey, wait, I should get what's your uh, prediction for this Sunday? The championship games, AFC, NFC. Oh, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Packers. I want Super Bowl. You know what? It feels like that would be perfect because it's the hundredth year of the NFL. That would be a rematch of Super Bowl one, which wasn't in year one, but still, there's there's symmetry there. Um, I think it's going to be San Francisco versus Kansas City. Yeah, it's, it's going to be San Francisco because that, that defense. I just can never fucking t say the night. I hate the Niners. I know you do, but that defensive line is ridiculous. Ridiculous, and I, oh man. I um, yeah, I I'm cu I'm curious to see how uh, how it goes. Tennessee's good, man. Tennessee is good. I, I wouldn't be surprised if nah, they. they can't hang. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they hang. I wouldn't at all. But I want Kansas City anyway. See, that's it for our episode. Yeah. So make sure you listen, rate, review, subscribe. Tell everybody you know. It helps us a lot when you spread the word and when you subscribe makes a big difference. And uh, new episode next Thursday. What do you think? We we back here. All right, let's do it. Peace. <laughs>